worship for the gift of life for preserving us for the grace to be alive and to be a testimony to other people to see let's thank him and worship his name and say lord you are worthy to be praised we appreciate you we thank you let's thank him and give him all the praises and say lord we are very grateful sincerely very grateful for your love for your grace for your blessing thank you lord jesus in jesus mighty name we have prayed father we thank you for tonight bless us with your breakthrough in the name of jesus let nothing limit us in our lives in jesus name and make us a living testimony in the name of jesus thank you father in jesus mighty name we have prayed all right we thank god for tonight and the lord bless you in jesus name Okay, in, in a way so that we can come very close to each other, let's shake 20 people. And you can now adjust your seat so that there won't be much gap. I'm not saying you should come to the front, but let's come a little bit closer. Let's shake 20. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That's eight or oh, 20. You are going to 20. Nine, 10, 11. 12, 13, 13, I'm counting you, 13, 14, 15, yeah, 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 16, 17, 18, <laughs> 19, 20, come on, shout hallelujah. Hey, I just want us to adjust a little bit. Isaiah chapter 8, verse 18. Isaiah chapter 8, verse 18. Then I will read. I will read uh, Exodus chapter 2, verse 23 to 25. Isaiah chapter 8, verse 18. If you are there, you can read it for me. If you are there, anybody that is there, read it for me. Isaiah chapter 8, verse 18. Okay, or if you are in Exodus chapter 2, Verse 23 to 25. You can also read that one for me. Anyone that you see. Let me know. Let me know what we are reading. Isaiah 8:18. Yeah. Behold, I and the children that the Lord has given unto me. We are for signs and for what? Wonders. Okay, the keyboardist and the drummer. We are come back to the front. Why are you sitting at the back? Come on, sit here. Why? That's too far now. If I raise one sword now, it will take you ten minutes to come here. You can sit here. If you don't want to sit here, you can sit here. Read it again. Behold, I and the children that the Lord has given unto me, we are for signs and we are for wonders in Israel. 
from the Lord God of hosts who dwelleth among Zion. God lives in his house and God will cause us to be for signs and for wonders in Jesus' name. Nobody will have a reason to pity you. We are going to celebrate you. You are going to have joy forever and your testimony will abound in Jesus' name. Okay, by the way, let me just tell you that brother, so he arrived in Oshogbo last night. He called me today. That he has arrived in Oshogbo safely. He has changed his uh, accommodation from Ofatedu uh, to somewhere around Isayo here. He has got a new accommodation. And that's doing very fine. Praise the name of the Lord. So that he's doing fine. So I'm happy to hear that news from him. And I pray God will continue to make his testimony permanent in Jesus' name. We thank God for everything that the Lord did for him. And you know that whatever the Lord has done, it shall be what? Permanent. So his healing is permanent in Jesus' name. We are happy that he's doing fine. The Bible says we are for miracles, we are for signs and wonders. No matter what you are going through now, it will turn for miracle. It will turn for signs and wonders. It will not be for your death, it will be for your glory. You will laugh last. You will share testimony at the end. In the mighty name of Jesus. I'm going to read Exodus chapter 2, verse 23 to 25. And I want you to follow me tonight. And it came to pass in the process of time that the king of Egypt died and the children of Israel became sorrowful by the reason of the bondage. Okay, maybe you should read your own fashion for me. Read any other fashion that you see for me. So I can read my own. Exodus chapter 2, verse 23 to 25. If you are there, you can read it for me. I don't mind reading from anywhere. Exodus chapter 2, verse 20 to 25. It came to pass in the process of time, the king of Egypt that knew Joseph died. The children of Israel, they sigh because of the bondage that Jesus put upon them. They pray to the Lord. And the Lord heard their prayers. This year, the Lord will hear your prayer. They cried because of the bondage that they were going through. And the Lord heard them. Your coming tonight will not be in vain. As we are praying to the Lord, if you are passing through any trial or any bondage, the Lord will hear you in Jesus' name. Alright, continue, sir. And God heard their groanings. And God remember his covenant, his promises to their fathers. With Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. And God looked upon the children of Israel. And what? And God honored them. Tonight, God will honor you. You are sitting down looking so lonely. God will honor you. Your presence here tonight will not be ordinary. God will honor your prayers. God will honor your commitment. God will honor the prayer you have come to pray today here in Jesus' name. When you read these three verses, and Isaiah chapter 8, verse 18, you will know that they are verses of breakthrough. So when we talk about God giving somebody breakthrough, we are talking about God having respect unto your prayer. We are talking about God seeing your affliction and God delivering you. We are talking about somebody that God has given a testimony out of what he has suffered. No matter what you have suffered in life, your later years will be better than the beginning in Jesus' name. It shall be from glory to glory for you in Jesus' name. Somebody said the greatest Adamu 
or problem. It's for somebody to have money now and not to have money tomorrow. But the greatest blessing when somebody is moving from one level of glory to another level of glory. Praise God. And the Lord will do it for you in Jesus' name. And if you lack by it, and then if you walk by it, you will not say that in Jesus' name. The Bible says, do not say that the former days were better than now. He said, you are not speaking wisdom. In other words, anytime you are saying, ah, I used to have this, and I don't, you are cursing yourself. You are cursing yourself now. My children will tell me that they never know that there was a time I never had money. But I know I was a time, there was a time I never had money. I know. And it's because it's getting better every day. That's the way God has designed it. The part of the just is like a shining light that keeps getting better. Not a story of there was a time I used to ride a car. There was a time I had money. That all those negative stories, the Lord will erase it from your life in Jesus' name. Every new year will be a new level. Will be a new blessing. Will be a new breakthrough. In the mighty name of Jesus. Forget it. It does not matter what is happening in the land. I and the children that the Lord has given unto me, we are for signs and wonders in history. That is why breakthrough is important. And breakthrough is a continuous thing. It's not something that you enjoy and just don't have it again. Because if you stop, another thing will come that will overcome you. Look at what happened for, to the Israelites here. There was a time they enjoyed uh, the glory of Joseph. Permit me to use that word. And the king had respect unto them. They were dwelling in the land of Goshen. Their supply was given to them free of charge. People respected them. But that king that knew Joseph died. And when he died, they turned them to slaves. Like play, like play. Oh. Ah, you cannot be living in our land for free. At least to guarantee for your rentage. They agree. They took their sons. Oh, your children will not be going to school again. No. Okay, we are going to take it. And they start paying for what they have enjoyed. And the Bible says the bondage was much. And they remember God. And they pray to the Lord. The Lord, this is not supposed to be. Enough is enough. And the Bible says the Lord had them. And the Lord had respect unto their prayers. And you know, the next chapter, Exodus chapter 3, a breakthrough started. God started speaking to Moses. And God started making promises. Chapter 4, miracles started happening. Chapter 10, deliverance real. God is a God of miracles, signs and wonders. That's why I believe tonight, no matter what you are going through today, you are going to pass through it miraculously in Jesus' name. It will not consume you. The story will turn for a testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. But I'm going to give you three things tonight that guarantee breakthrough. And I'm not just preaching theory, I'm preaching reality. Things that have undue that guarantee breakthrough. Number one thing that guarantee breakthrough in life is service to God. Anytime you commit yourself to God, God is jealous over you, over your affairs, and he wants to bless you. Because God is a jealous God. In Exodus chapter 6, uh, Luke chapter 16, and think about 16. And in the book of Exodus, too, there are so many places in the, in, the, in, the, in the book of Exodus chapter 20 where he said, the Lord your God is a jealous God. You say, I serve no other God but me alone. I'm a jealous God. When you have interest in other things, God will not be happy. He will withdraw his fellowship also with you. And in Luke chapter 16, maybe from verse 11 to 16, 
God, Jesus Christ, and vertically spoke to his disciples. He said, you cannot serve God and money. He said, because when you serve money, if you want to take the place of God and look at God as cheap, money has a way of disrespecting God. He said, you cannot serve two masters because money also wants to control anybody that is serving him. If your focus and your attention in life is about money, money will enter your heart. It will control you. You will be motivated behind whatever you do. So, and there is no way you can serve God. The Bible says there is no one that can serve two masters. It's either you respect one and despise the other. Why? You begin to do comparison. Ah, you begin to feel that it's not rewarding to serve God. That's why Jesus emphatically said, you can't serve me and be serving money because money will want to be your master and God wants to be your master. So that is why in everything that you do, number one thing that is important is service. He said, anyone that serves me, my father will honor him. And what is service? Service is worshiping the Lord when they are singing. Service is prioritizing that, oh, this is time for fellowship. I want to go to church. Service is having a respect for the things of God. Being available for any service that God will want to give you to do. When that is in your heart, the money will become your slave to serve you. Breakthrough will come. But when you disrespect God or you disrespect his service, it will also be difficult for you to enjoy breakthrough in life. Everyone that has been blessed genuinely with peace of mind, they will discover they enjoy this blessing through genuine service. Men that have art for God, 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 follow them. Men that have art for God, they don't even have God. They are always in trouble. The most important thing is service. Service to God. Service to God is number one thing. And you know, when you love God, you serve him easily. When you are grateful for what God has done in your life, you offer yourself for service without asking for anything. Because you say, okay, what have I done to deserve this thing? What have I done to deserve my life? What have I done? Men that are constantly grateful, they are always having a reason to serve God. You see, if you are not grateful, even playing keyboard will be a problem for you. I know there are so many people that play keyboard and say, why should I be playing keyboard for God? After all, God was not there when I was doing the training. I should be paid for playing keyboard. Where? That is what you thought. But somebody will play keyboard and said, Oh, for me to be alive is just because of the mercy of God. How many minutes sir, will I play the keyboard? 20 minutes. Okay, there is no problem. Let me play it. I know God that I'm serving. He will reward me. When you have a heart for service, your reward will be big. I've told you my story. When I enter UNN, I, 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 I tried before I enter. So when I enter the first year, they saw a dream that I had an accident on my way to the school and I died. And they carried my counsel. And they announced it in the fellowship. So, so, brother, we had this. So, so, is going to die. And I told my mother, don't worry about it. My mother said, no, pray about it. And I told God, I said, God, you are not fearful. How can you kill me when I enter university? You'll have killed me before I enter now. Why should I look so promising and I will not die? And God said, I didn't send them. We are just jealous of you. He said, for this and I give you. 
Ask them free insurance. Anytime you are entering the vehicle to travel, don't pray. I'll keep you throughout your stay. Wherever you go, I'll keep you. And he kept me. Because I know instances I will have died. But he kept me. Even me had a dream. My own personal dream. That was in a bus. The bus had, had, had another collision. I came out of the bus. I rolled several times. And I died. But I woke up. <laughs> My dream had that. Even me. So, it's not that somebody prophesied. The devil tried everything cool, but I, could, I did not have one single accident. So, I said, Lord, for doing this for me, I give you one year, my service here. I give you free. I don't need any money. Anywhere I serve, free. And God saw my heart. So, I was appointed as the prayer secretary. And he said, I must stay in the family house. For one year, and I say no problem. No. When people are looking for CBN, bank, good places, other places, I don't know whether they were using money to do it. You know, I don't know. But people were actually asking, do one way or the other to lobby. I did not lobby. I said I don't need any money. Put myself for rural evangelism. I did that. And second day or the third day, People that were rejected in where they wanted, I followed them somewhere. And one man said, I love him. I want to give him a job. When you finish, don't worry. I will give you a job. Just because I made up my mind. That was the beginning of my story. I met a man that leaked me to Lautek. And when I was saying, oh, I have my own way to do. I know what to do on my own. Lord, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do this. God kept quiet. And God said to me, why won't you thank me for one year? Service year first. And I remember I bought a rug also. Late in my room and I said, God, if I'm going to stay in this audio room forever, I'm okay. I want to serve you. And there, I had a trance. God spoke to me. This is the way to get it. Anytime I make up my mind to serve God, it's like another door open for me beyond me. Anytime I want to have my own way, door block. Service is one of the biggest gateway to the miraculous. I don't know how your own God has been treating you, but I have some sudden testimony, even in this church. People that will say, just give me the key of the church. I don't want to clean the church and just pray and lie down there. Story of people like me that we trek from very far, 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 far place. No money for transport. Trek very early in the morning. He was involved in service and there in the church, God opened doors for him. God opened so many people like that. I cannot begin to mention them one by one. They just love to serve God and God opened doors for them. Somebody said, this is why I'm not serving God because I've been disappointed though. Ah, I used to follow pastors. Ah, there's nothing. There's, I used to serve God. There's, my friend, maybe you are not even born again at all. If you are born again and you serve God, God uh, has a reward that is bigger than your imagination. Just have a good and pure heart. As long as I live, my life is dedicated to the Lord. That is my name. I am born for God. I am by us for his work. Anything you have the opportunity to do, you do it. My friend, God is not a tax master. He said, if men being evil know how to give good gift to their children, how much more will your heavenly father give good gifts 
to those people that serve him. You cannot serve God and be limited in life. If you give yourself to service of God, whether you are praying gently or you are doing something people don't see, the Lord that sees in secret, he will reward you openly. I've forgotten Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. Those people that come to God must believe that he exists and is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. If you are seeking God, God will reward you. Make up your mind. There's nothing that you do for God. Now, we are here now. Somebody say, I don't even know why I'm here tonight. My friend, you are here for service. And we are here for service. The one that is taking the time, is recording it. He knows how to reward you. What will take you two years to pray on the mountain for? By just attending a service at the right time, you can get it within 30 minutes. Because God has a way of rewarding people that serve him. Matthew chapter 4 verse 19. Follow me and I will make you. It is your followership, your service that determines what to become in future. Some people come to God, but they never intend to serve him. They just want to collect and collect and collect and collect and run away. My friend, if you collect from God and run away, you should be exhausted. You discover you are empty. But when you come to dwell and to serve, you will have inexhaustible blessing. Stop complaining about pastors and people. Say me you are born again and you have your own God. Put yourself in the service of God. They call for people that will do this. You are not there. Follow up. You don't want. People that will be in multimedia. You are busy. Choir. You are busy. This one you are busy. When will you have time to serve God? I remember years back also. My second year. My friend. One of my personal friends. Travel to UK to work. To work. Have a very funny story. When I was in secondary school, one of my friends ran away to work. He said he's tired of begging for food. He ran away. We are in the same fellowship. He ran. So they asked me, Do you know where he ran to? I said, I don't know. We have been complaining, but they say he ran away. He said, He ran. He did not come back. Until I was writing my jump, he went to land a mechanic in Benin, Iran. So when I was in the university, my friend also traveled to UK to work. He said he's tired, and he said, "Don't worry. When I get there, I will invite you. You, you two will come and work." He wrote a letter, did invitation, and I did interview the first time, Molule. When I did the second time, I did not cry on television for Molule. So I told my mother to pray. And my mother prayed. And the Lord said to her, Where do you want him to serve me? I said, Go back and tell him. I will serve him in London. He said, Me only suffer. God said, Serving me is more important than you chasing money. I attended the interview again. And he didn't give me. So I make up my mind. Lord, I will serve you. If it's Nigeria, it's not about making money. It's about serving you. And God answer all my prayers. My friend that was trying to invite me at a time wrote me. He said, God said, he should stop inviting me. That he has work for me. He said, he must face your work. I said, it's a lie. You don't want to send money. 
we didn't communicate for nine years. Nine years after, he came back to me and said, hey, Amos, say, I didn't tell you. Even if you are in London, you'll be better than this. Your life is a testimony. Your family is a testimony. This is where God wanted to be. When you put yourself in the service of God, you enjoy his best. When you keep dodging what God asks for you as an assignment, you will frustrate yourself and frustrate your life. You see, Jesus said, men shall not live by bread alone. Men shall live by the word of God. It's not about food, money, and drink. You are born to serve God. And those are the things that matter to God at the last day. Number one way to enjoy breakthrough is through service. Number two way to enjoy breakthrough is through the favor of God. Exodus chapter 3 verse 21. When you go, you shall not go empty. I will give you favor. I started with service. So don't miss it. Number two is the favor of God. The favor of God guarantee favor all the time. It shall come to pass that Egyptians will let you go. And when you go, you will not go empty. I will cause the people to give you favor. God is the author of favor. Where you have struggle and struggle and struggle, when the favor of God answer to you, break will come very easily. It is the favor of God that guarantees breakthrough in life. We can read the same course, walk in the same place, but favor devour. We can be born the same year, the same month. But what we are going to become in life will be determined by the favor of God upon our life. It is not about family history. We can have the same family history. In fact, we can have the same exposure. But the results we get in life will differ. Why? Because favor is never fair. It's never fair. When God decides to favor a man, there's nothing anybody can do about it. In fact, you can see somebody very promising. And at the end, the end will not be all that favor. I've told you before. I say, in the same between flats, I was working for my guardian. This other man was working also for his brothers. Very promising, very lanky, very hardworking, very coherent, sharp in the scripture, knows everything that he's doing, almost perfect. Everybody look at him with envy. Oh, he's going somewhere. He never gets anywhere. Oh. The last time I heard, he died. Without anything to show. And there are some people who say, Oh, this one can never make it in life. Guam. People of God shine upon them. Their light has come. And before you know it, one direction here, one direction there, one direction there. By the favor of God, there are big people tomorrow. It is the favor. Favor of God will give you what you cannot work in a day, what you cannot work for one year for. It is not a, a scam. It is not we are trying to motivate you. He said, I will have mercy. On whom I will have mercy. And I will have compassion. Upon whom I will have compassion. So therefore, it is not of him that will it. Neither is of him that what? That run it. It's of what? It's of God that showeth mercy. Because of your breakthrough, God will show you mercy. God will help you. God will favor you. God will honor you. God will answer your prayer. You will not be frustrated in life. Say amen three times. Psalm 102 verse 30. The Lord will arise and have mercy upon Zion. For the time to fulfill has come. Yea, the set time has come. 
everything works by grace so that no man can boast so that no man can boast so you are not depending upon your strength you are depending upon the favor of god at every point in time where you need assistance i pray for you you will enjoy help you will enjoy favor in the mighty name of jesus hebrew chapter 4 verse 16 let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace so that we may obtain help and find favor in time of need every time there is a need you must ask for favor you must ask for favor and favor will answer to you in jesus name i pray for you tonight you will not be a place in the affairs of life what will happen to you that you pray and there will be no answer will never happen to you as you are calling upon his name he will answer you as you are praying to him he will answer you when you need help help will answer to you you will have favor with god and favor with men in the mighty name of jesus that is what you need that's what guarantee results people will say your life is a life of miracle when you are moving from one favor to another favor that's what they will say you are just thinking oh god and i'm worried and answer just come oh god i wish this thing happened and it just happened oh god i wish that somebody helped me now and it just happened it is the favor of god that bring your help at the right time he said that lord will help us early right early we help us we help us we help us it is favor that guarantee help because favor is when somebody desire to help you in fact there is nothing you will ever need in life without the help and the favor of God sometimes ago years ago they wanted to sell the land that we are at is right now and I said do, I, do we actually need it and one man from Lens is a Muslim he cannot be called an Afar because like a public and he came he said, he said I don't know whether I met some of those men with me and said so I said, there is a land outside the school, very close. Was the register of lands then? It's now working with work. He said, ah, Pastor Jawo. He said, ah, hey, we have money in lands. Wanted to buy land. I only let We have to go opposite. But if you you should know it's the favor of God. Says it is the favor of God. When people are willing to help you, oh, they need their what in Don't you know it's the favor of God? And I say, oh, it is the favor of God. It is the favor of God. And when the favor of God come upon you, you can negotiate, and if you agree with your terms. When people are determined to help you, they just want you to show willingness. The condition will not be grievous. It will not be grievous. It will not be grievous. Look at what Jesus said. In Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 to the end. Somebody can read it for me. It is the favor of God that brings help your way and make life easy for you. Read it for me. Matthew 11, 28 to the end of that chapter. Read it for me. Come unto me. All ye that labor, and it is she share labor, L A B O R, not and it is she share, and you don't share that are struggling, that are what that are heavy laden, see on war, 
you are walking and you are carrying load. You are not only walking, you are also carrying load. That's what Jesus is saying. Come unto me, all ye that labor and you are heavy laden. The responsibility that you are carrying is too much. That's what he's saying. And you are laboring. Continue. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn of me. I am meek and lowly in heart. You will find rest for your soul. You will find peace for your soul. What does he say again? My yoke is easy. And my body is like, he said, I will not give you difficult task to do. I will not give you a burden. I am a grace personified person. I carry grace. Some of you even find it difficult to follow God today. You say, following God is too much. My friend, the easiest thing to do in life is to follow God. Because that's the easiest part. He said, I am kind and lowly heart. I'm not bossy. That's what God is saying. Follow me and you enjoy my kindness. Maybe I should read it in other translation. Maybe you will, you will enjoy it more. Matthew 11, 28. That is why following God is the simplest thing to do and that's the easiest way to enjoy blessing. Easy to read translation. If you are there, you can read it for me. Easy to read translation. If you are easy to read translation, come to me, all of you, who are tired of the every body you have been carrying. You have been forced to carry. I will give you rest. Accept my teachings. Learn from me. I am gentle and humble in spirit. You will be able to get some rest. Yes. What I ask you to do is what? The teaching I ask you to accept is easy. The law, the responsibility I give to carry is life. Somebody say amen. That is grace. Jesus is offering grace for your breakthrough. Say stop carrying the load. Stop complaining. There is no better life than this life. He said I have come so that they may have life. And have life abundantly. If you are not enjoying God, you are not carrying His teaching. His teaching is light. His responsibility is easy. Following God is like following grace. Are you hearing me now? So you must enjoy your life. Come to me. All of you that are tired and you have been forced to do hard labor, take my teachings. You have grace, you have rest, you have peace for your soul. My teachings are not grievous. They are very easy to do. I don't know where else you will go. If you, if you neglect grace. Apostle Paul says, I do not frustrate the grace of God. Galatians chapter 2 verse 21. I do not like that because the grace of God make your life simple and blessed. There is no other life other than this. You don't need to pay anything. 
to be blessed. Just accept his grace. For by grace you are saved through faith. And that is not of yourself, not of work, lest any man should boast. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 and 9. See now. Number two thing that guarantee breakthrough is grace. Is grace. Is grace. I was with Reverend Sam some years back when this ministry was about to start. I've shared this story with you. And he talked to me about grace. Talked to me about management. And the last he talked to me about what about grace of God. And I said, excuse me. I learned that you just purchased a building for 500 million and that you are renovating it. I said, I want you to explain explain it to me. Is that grace too? And he paused. And he told me it is the grace of God. He said, when the grace of God is not at work, and you want to do something, you attempt to do something, it will, be, it will sap your energy. He said, but what we do in ministry is that we wait for the grace time. When you wait for the grace time, and you move to do it, grace will follow. Grace will give you speed. Grace will accelerate the process. Grace will make the journey easy. You will do extraordinary thing with ease. You will not even feel it. He says because there is a grace factor that is there that make the work to work. He says so. Don't do anything without grace. And he told me, don't even do anything now until you hear another word. He said that is how grace follows. He said, what do I do now? He said, just rest and sleep. God, thank you for the job you have given me. When you are ready, I'm ready. Just be sleeping. He said, but sir, I'm a pastor. He said, eh, leave pastoring. I attend a place where they will not allow you to do any work. Just be good. Yes. That's what he told me. He said, but if you are confused, you can call me. And three days after, I call him. I call him. I said, sir, I don't know what to do. He said, I know you called me. He said, that is the best time to enjoy grace. When you don't know what to do. Just relax. Let the grace speak. That's what he said. And I called him again five days and he did not pick it. Because, you know, I just want to trouble him. I don't want grace to work. I wanted to frustrate the grace or speed the grace. So he left me for almost one year. And when it was time for the grace, God spoke. Money came. Things started working according to the grace factor that he has planned for the ministry. Let the grace of God do the work. Some of you I know you say, if I don't do it now, I will never do it again. If I don't do it now, money will disappear. If I don't do it now, who told you that? I used to tell my wife, your money is not losing value because your money carries grace. What will take 10 million for that people to achieve? You achieve it very easily. At his own time, and he will tell you what to use it for. There's no point being in a hurry. Relax. You are not going to die soon. Relax. Let the grace work. When the money is gathered together, they will come to you and say, We want to sell this land. Is you who want you to buy it? And when you are saying, Lord, where will I get money? Grace will give you ideas on how to generate the money. The grace guarantee breakthrough. In a funny way, the money will come. In a funny, we relax. You are not competing with anybody. Let the grace work for you.
Don't say, my friend are doing this. My friend are building house. My friend are doing that. My friend are doing that. Let your friend do. When your own time comes, you will do it with ease. He will tell you what to do and the blessing will come. Don't stress yourself unnecessarily. Jesus said, come to me. All of you that are laboring and they put yoke upon your head. Take my teaching and you find rest. Another word for rest is grace. Because Noah find grace with God. And the meaning of the word in Noah is rest. It's like rest. Find grace with God. Rest. When you are peaceful, you find grace. Grace, find rest. Rest, find grace. That's where it is. Grace is what guarantees breakthrough. You enjoy the kindness of God when you are restful and peaceful. Number two thing that guarantees breakthrough in life is the favor of God. I know some of you will do anything to win the favor of men. But I tell you the most important thing is the favor of God. If God be for you, nobody can be against you. If God is against you, who can help you? There's nobody that can help you. Have you seen people that were sick and they are helpless? Even people that have money. Even people that have money. I have money. Help me. I have money. Help me. And nobody could help them. Even the doctor cannot help them. And if God says he's going to help you, it doesn't matter what people say. The favor of God will speak for you. And you enjoy breakthrough. May you enjoy the favor of God in Jesus' name. Number one is service. Number two is favor. Number three is faithfulness. Being faithful with small things. Guarantee breakthrough in big things. All of us should learn how to be faithful in very small things. Oh, I don't have anything. You have a cloth upon your body. Be faithful in washing it. Is that okay? Ah, I don't have anything. You have a room. Clean it. A bigger one is coming. You have a shop. Take account of that small shop. Anything they give you, let them know that you are faithful in small thing. In small thing. The Bible says, anyone that is faithful in small thing, I will commit bigger thing to him. I will give him greater thing. If we give you assignment in this church, be faithful because you never know where God is taking you to. If, for instance, you are the technical director here and you are traveling, don't tell another person about myself. Ah, I, I want to travel. I won't be around. Let us know that you are faithful. You are accountable. Don't say to yourself, I'm so from in Benny. That is a sign of unfaithfulness. He said, if you are not faithful in another man's word, who will commit your trust in your own? Your own is the true riches. And your own can only come when you are faithful with another man's work. Be faithful in whatever you are doing. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 20. Somebody read it for me. Proverbs 28, verse 20. If you are there, you can read it for me. And write it down. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 20. What does he say? Proverbs 28, 20 says what? A faithful man we abound, we continue with blessing. He that maketh haste, he that is crook, he that does, he that he, he that lack integrity. He that is a thief. What happened to him? Shall not be innocent. A faithful man. A man that has integrity will continue in prosperity. 
A man that is faithful in small things we are bound with blessing. Blessing will always surround him. A man that is crook, his blessing will stop. That's what the Bible says. A faithful man. Faithfulness. The Bible says, but it is required in stewardship that a man before be found faithful. Whatever you have now, you are a steward of it. You are a steward. You are not the owner. Your life, you are a steward. God owns the bread. Have you ever seen the way the heart beats? Maybe they show you. And you look at yourself. Look at the glory you carry. And you now say, so this is my heart. Come back and feel pain in Golas Rai. That is the end now. The psalmist says, I am fearfully and wonderfully, delicately made. When you see the glory of a man, everything that God has endowed a man with, the wisdom, the eloquence, the learning, the things that he can do, and a man died and suddenly becomes lifeless. You wonder, say, ah, with all the glory is that all? All the clothes is that all? All the beauty is that all? All the weight is that all? Before you know what is happening, something that looks like light that is shining as if it never die, it does die and everybody forget about the person. And life continues. As if the person never existed at all. I was telling my wife, I said, when they called my mother that your house, you know, your mood is leaking. I told the people, I said, stop disturbing this woman. She's old. Leave the house. Let it leak. But let her enjoy herself. She's not staying under a leak house here. Oh, everybody started fighting me because I'm the one that is in the other way. I said, leave this woman. How many years does she have to live that she has to repair a leaking house? If she dies, does she know who is staying there? My sister said, you are a pastor. That's the way you always talk. I said, ah. This woman needs to enjoy the remaining years that she has. So she said, send money. I've changed the panel. I told my mother, life, you are old though. You should know that you are old. Relax. When she died, they descended on her clothes. At the time, I walked my new. She could not talk. Even her house. She cannot collect rent. She can't say my house. I say, ah, if my mother has known that this house, she would just said the house. Eban went to her. My mother should have sold the house. Just sell it. Sell it. Get to one hotel. Spend one week. Say, money. We are stewards. That's what I'm saying. We are not owners. We are not owners. You are not owners of your life. So calm down. You are, not, you are stewards. You are stewards. We are, we are stewards. So we must make sure that we are partnering our thought towards the fact that everything that we have now, somebody owns it. And we have to use it faithfully to the Lord. Our time. Our wisdom. Our money. You know, oh, this person, no. He has devoted his time to the Lord. What will you say to the Lord when you are giving an account? Things that you cannot carry to him. I read the story of a couple in the U.S. 
when both of them were 80, they sold everything and they started traveling around. You see, my children are well educated. So, oh yeah, jealous Israel. Malo two weeks in Israel. Two weeks in Japan. He said, why are you doing this? Because we are not carrying anything to heaven. So, we have labored. The remaining five, two years, we don't know how many are going to die. We are both 80. You want to enjoy the money. That's how people live. And do you know there are some people that never get to that particular age and they have become vegetable. I told you a story that there's a family kite fellowship audience that I belong to. They announced that somebody died. And the next thing that that person wrote is praise the Lord. He's dead. Thank God. I was shocked. I told you then when I saw it. I said I quickly closed it. They were praising God that he died. The person that praised God that time, ah, praise God that he died though, he has also died. <laughs> because as of that time, as of that time, his, his student told me that they have been praying for death for him. So somebody's death to him then was a testimony. Because at that time, life has no meaning for him. There's nothing shiny again. And I see some people also in that same group when he died. They say, Ah, Obolo was kidnapping, Obolo was pain, Obolo was ruy, Obolo was this and that. They are also celebrating. We are stewards, so we should be faithful with our life. Faithful with what God has given to us. When you are faithful in small things, God says it will commit your trust, bigger riches. That's how breakthrough happens. Matthew 25, he gave them talent according to their ability. And he has them to come and do account what they have done with their lives. And people that were faithful, he commended them and gave them more. The one that was not faithful, he took it from him. When you are faithful in small things, he will commit your trust to the bigger riches. Luke chapter 16 verse 1 and 2, and we are going to round up. Verse 10. Luke chapter 16 verse 1 and 2 and verse 10, and we are rounding up. These are the three things that guarantee breakthrough in life. Number one is service to God. And his work. Number two is the favor of God. Number three is faithfulness in small things that guarantee bigger miracles. Faithfulness in small things guarantee bigger miracles. And uh, read it for me. Luke chapter 16, verse 1 and 2, and verse 10. He said unto them a parable. There was a certain rich man which had a steward. We are also steward. What? And there was an accusation for that particular steward. That what? That is wasting his master good. May you never be a waster. Be faithful in the small thing that God has given to you. And what did the master say? He called him and said unto him, How is it that I hear this bad thing about you? Give an account of your stewardship. Because you are sack. You are sack. And verse 10, read verse 10. He that is faithful in the least is faithful also in much. He that is unjust in that which is least is unjust. So don't complain about where you are. Just maintain where you are and let it be clean. Be faithful in small things. Don't say your salary is small. Maintain and be accountable with that small thing. When God sees your faithfulness, he will know that, oh, you're already faithful in bigger things. 
it will promote you. Rise upon your faith. Breakthrough comes through these three areas. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I dedicate my life for your service. For me to live is Christ. As long as I have my breath, I will use it to serve you. I want to say loud and clear. I don't want you to follow people that are just serving money. They hit money and die. They walk and walk and walk and walk and walk. You have to dedicate your life for the service of God. Lord, I dedicate my life. As long as I live, other may not serve you, but I will serve you. Other may not want to follow you, I will follow you. Other may say that it's not profitable to serve God, but I'm going to serve you. As long as I live, I'm going to use my life in service. I dedicate my life for your service. I will sing until everyone hear my voice. I will give whatever you have given me to the Lord. I dedicate my life for service. As long as I live, Lord, I won't wait till I'm 70. I will serve you. You will always be honored in my life. It does not matter what people say. It does not matter what people do. It does not matter what people feel. I will serve you. He said, he that serve me, my father will honor him. Lord, I'm going to serve you. I'm going to serve you my talents. I'm going to serve you my money. I'm going to serve you with everything I have. I have dedicated my life of service. I am born for the Lord. I am addicted for the Lord's work. I'm going to do it. And I will do it till I meet him. I will not complain of service. I give myself to your service. In the mighty name of Jesus. I rededicate myself for your service. I will serve you forever. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Number two is favor. Say, Father, let your favor speak for me. Lord, favor me. Don't let anyone be qualified to pity me. Lord, let your favor help me to shine and to shine even in the midst of darkness. In the mighty name of Jesus. Go ahead and pray for favor. Wherever you need help, pray for favor. He said, come to me and I will give you favor. I will give you rest. Lord, let your favor work for me in life. It is not of him that will it. It's not of him that run it. It's of God that sweat mercy. Lord, your mercy, let it speak. Your help, let it speak. Your favor, let it speak. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, don't let me have a reason to envy anybody. But Lord, your favor, help me to shine. In the mighty name of Jesus, let people envy me because of your favor at work in my life. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Raise your two hands to heaven. Say, Father, I receive grace to be faithful in that that is little. In the name of Jesus. The little that you have committed into my hand, I will work like a steward. Not like the owner. I am not the owner of my life. I'm not the owner of my money. I'm not the owner of my wealth. You are the owner. I am a steward. I receive grace for faithfulness in that which is little. Lord, help me to be accountable in the name of Jesus. I receive grace to be accountable, to be accountable, and to be a worthy steward. It is required in stewardship that a man be found faithful. I receive grace for faithfulness in the name of Jesus. Lord, faithfulness is small thing. Father, give it to me, Lord. In the name of Jesus. 
I will not live my life as if I'm the owner. I will live like a steward on heart. And I will enjoy supernatural breakthrough. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, what a wonderful time we have had in your presence. We ask for grace to be faithful. Whatever we have committed into our hand, we pray for grace for accountability. For faithfulness in Jesus' name. We are steward of your resources. And we pray that we are not going to waste your goods in the name of Jesus. Lord, I ask your favor we speak for us in Jesus' name. Favor factor we give us breakthrough. In the name of Jesus, we rededicate our life for your service. You say, he that serve me, my father will honor. And father, as we serve you, honor us in Jesus' name. Thank you, father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Father, whatever may be the prayer request of your people tonight as they take the Holy Communion, answer them in Jesus' name. Let this month be a month of jubilation, month of celebration, month of thanksgiving, because of massive breakthrough in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Yeah.